How can that be geese when this is geese? I think I can explain what happened. And that's the whole story. Horrible cereal, turn on the TV. I'm watching my cartoons, please don't bother me. I could grow up tomorrow, pay the bills and be responsible. But today it just doesn't feel possible. Let's talk about life, it doesn't everything between. Things that keep you up at night and idiosyncrasy. Public bathroom etiquette and matches you can't see. Girls please to know where the nature of reality. Let's talk about life, it doesn't everything between. Breakfast foods and bad times, the cartoons on the TV. Breakfast foods and bad times, cartoons on the TV. I downloaded the You Made It Weird episode you told me to download. Mm-hmm. Was it just particularly funny? It was just good. It was a good episode. I ran on a podcast yesterday, or no, two days ago, and I haven't had any fill up yet, so I've been listening to old You Made It Weirds. I listened to Adam Carolla. Why did you send me that? I just thought it was a funny out-of-context picture from the back of the cereal box. <laughs> um, I listened to Adam Carolla and uh, David Koechner. And Key Mikey. Oh, those are all oldies. Well, the Key Mikey Mikey one is actually not very old. He's on there to promote, like, season four of Key and Peele. Yeah. It was a good one, though. Yeah. The other two, very old. Uh, The Adam Carolla one is from, like, six months after the show started. So you don't listen to the old ones? What? You don't listen to the old ones? What are you talking about? Like... Just regularly? I mean, when I run out of podcasts, but that doesn't happen but a couple of times a year. So many episodes you've made it weird you've missed out on. I've listened to like 80% of them all. And and another 10% of those I've listened to five or six times. Like the Adam Carolla one and the David Koechner one. Mm-hmm. That was probably my oh, fourth time. listening. Oh, you didn't think that I was hearing those for the first time did you well that's what it sounded like no i was listening to some of my favorites again i have a like a long list of like my favorite episodes that i'll sometimes cycle through when i'm out of episodes and i like all those but the adam carolla one is especially my favorite adam carolla if you have a fucked up family i recommend listening to the adam carolla episode of you made it weird is this how we're starting our, our podcast? We're, we've been rolling for quite a while now. Hey, everyone. I'm, uh, here's some other podcasts you should be listening to instead of this one. <laughs> You're laughing like we've never done that before. We do that all the time. If you're going to listen to one podcast today, we plugged, make sure it's not we plugged, this one. We literally plugged You Made It Weird on last week's episode, and we even said, stop listening to this and go listen to You Made It Weird. So why are you mocking it now? It's just... I think we're not helping ourselves. (laughs) Although, everyone... One week ago, you said this thing. Everyone should listen to You Made It Weird. It's way better than our show. (laughs) And it changed my life. What happened at the end of the cartoon since I walked away? Did the Prospector family get their treasure back? They did. Okay. I mean, I guess they were rightly owed it. It was a gigantic jack-in-the-box. With like a like a funny character inside that popped out. Yes, that was it. No treasure. They opened the chest. Well, the treasure was laughter. See, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Um, 
So I keep doing this thing where I keep, you know, I'm, I'm very into the idea now of us doing cartoons relevant to what's going on in the world. And I don't know why, but I keep pitching this idea of let's do a cartoon related to the sports thing that's going on in the world. And then we get to the episode Mm -hmm. and I realize I don't have anything to say about that sport. No, that's fine. Um, Have you filled out your bracket? I did not, but my girlfriend did. Okay. Uh, She knows more about sports than you. Yeah. She knows a lot more. So she did it for me. Hopefully she wins me money. But I noticed... She only showed me, like, the very end of it, like, like the team that won, mm-hmm. and it was this college that she went to, and so I was like, mm, seems seems possibly biased, but... Is it Butler? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to win. Well, I don't, I don't know. She knows more than me, but she's been complaining about them losing a lot lately, so I, I don't know what's going to happen. Does she think, like, I can feel it. They're about to turn it around. <laughs> now is the time to put all of my money on I wonder if they won on her bracket. What do you mean? Because we're talking about my bracket that she filled out. Oh. Yeah, she fucked you, dude. Sorry. <laughs> Are you guys in the same pool? Because you're not going to win. Uh, no, it's a work one. So is Big Box Store doing a bracket no. challenge? No. Are you do- Are you doing a bracket? No. The last time I filled out a bracket was in high school because I had a science teacher who enjoyed basketball. Was there like a... Bonus a, points attached, yeah. Like credit for a test or something just bonus points okay yeah did you like basketball back then no i mean i I liked playing in the the physical education class (laughs) when no one ever calls it that (laughs) yeah uh so anyway did you enjoy physical education i liked getting away from like regular boring classrooms yeah. where you just sit there and try to not it's, fall asleep. It's like recess, except people tell you what to do the entire time. Yeah. Um, I remember one year I had PE in the very first period. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you come to school and you do oh, that, that stuff. Sucks. No, I liked it because like, I didn't have a problem waking up. Did you have teenage boy stink the rest of the day? Probably. <laughs> but no, I didn't. I didn't have to like struggle to stay awake in the first did class. You, did you shower after PE? No, but I did, did anyone. I did take a shower at school every day because <laughs> I had to shower after wrestling practice because you get diseases if you don't shower after wrestling right, practice. Right, you did get one of those diseases eventually. <laughs> I did Your get a boil. deadly staph infection. You had a deadly ass boil. <laughs> Let's call it what it is. <laughs> after uh after high school, which I got just working out at the college gym. Yeah, maybe you should have showered afterwards. Maybe I should have. See, no one ever showered in our PE class, and it was always, like, a topic of, like, what if they make us start? And there was always, like, talk amongst, like, the PE teachers and the coaches, like, you know, you guys are going to have to shower next year or something like (laughs) that, and, like, oh, no. And there was one weird guy who just every day just stripped down naked walk in the shower and those showers were fucking nasty because they they didn't actually get used or really cleaned or anything uh did he maybe not have a shower at home you know i think that might be possible now you went to 
a new high school, right? No. The building wasn't new? No. Did you have one like of those... hundred years old. Did you have one of those uh, that you sometimes see in old high school boys' locker rooms? Did you have the toilet that's not covered by any walls of any kind? Yeah. Yeah. Was that ever used? <laughs> no. No. Yeah, we'll we had one, too, that no one used. Uh, and there was one that had, uh, a, like, one wall of a stall, but no door on the front. <laughs> Also, the shower was, like, in the center of the locker room. There are lockers and benches on one side, lockers and benches on the other side. (laughs) And in the middle, this completely unlit, dark (laughs) brick enclosure with openings on both sides that just had old shower heads on it. And, like, it was real gross. And, like, mold. The floor through there was, like, slightly slippery all the time, even when it wasn't wet. Like, it was growing some strain of mold, like, from the 70s that no one ever cleaned up. My high school wrestling coach did not think any of the guys on the team were funny. Like, we would try to make him laugh all the time, and it never worked. And uh, He thought he was funny, right? Uh, he made, like, a lot of dad jokes, and he only had, like, six of them that he rotated. I remember you telling me the same one, like, that he, he would tell over and over and over about the Snickers bar. Oh, there was a kid on our team that had a really big nose mm-hmm. and he, his, he the kid his last name was King and this kid was very very tiny he was like uh, the smallest kid on the team he he should have been named Fun Size well his <laughs> his his uh his nickname was Kong cuz his name's King and he's very small get right. it uh, because but, you fill him with peanut butter and dogs looking <laughs> out <laughs> gross that's disgusting <laughs> so our wrestling coach would be like hey king you eat a Snickers bar in the shower, the rapper doesn't even get wet. <laughs> because of his big nose. Because of his big nose, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. But he didn't think we were funny. And I remember this one time, it was like very late after practice. Me and this one guy got out of practice way later than everyone else. And so we were the last two people in the shower. Like everyone. Were you just doing drills. Were you going... I don't remember why. But we were the only two guys Climbing left. Around. Everyone had gone home. So we're in the shower, just me and this one guy. And our wrestling coach walks by the shower and goes, Hey, am I going to have to watch? Are you two going to leave? You guys, you'll be all right in here. And the other guy just goes, No, you got to stand here and watch us. <laughs> you know, there was actually a spot of trouble at my old high school for uh, a similar situation. I feel like this isn't going to be as funny as my story. Uh, there was there was an odd character who we all thought was real weird. Student all, or teacher? Teacher. He also thought he was real funny. And he was like a junior high basketball coach off and on. Uh, would always really encourage or insist on the showers happening, and no one ever did. I and then like apparently he, he entered the showers at some point. Uh you know, as, as a participant, not uh. just, not just a spectator. Either way, is too much. <laughs> and uh, he ended up uh, being asked to leave the school because of some some other things. In a similar vein, his uh, one of probably his, just too good at teaching. Well, right? one, I had to ask yeah. him to leave. One, well, one of his classrooms sort of uh, overlooked the locker rooms. Like across the courtyard, and no, there would no. be a small opening in no. the windows. And, no, yeah, yeah. We always like thought he was weird, but no one ever had any proof. We thought maybe he was just like a weird old guy who 
didn't understand the boundary that it turned out he he might have been actually just kind of a pedophile. When you say he could see the locker rooms from his classroom, mm-hmm. do you mean both locker rooms? No. Okay, got it. So you mentioned that not a lot of people were showering after PE. Did you have a particularly hard PE class in high school? We never did anything that difficult. Sometimes. We we I think we had to run a mile once a week. And then like running a mile once a week. Like, I think we I think that was a like thing. a requirement and then like we would always do like stretches and then just play a game and it was never like a difficult game. Hmm. Did you have the uh the set of kids that I think is a fixture in every PE class where they never once participated the entire year but they sat in the bleachers all the time? No. Uh I re- I mean like I the worst that I remember getting would be like someone would do something shitty and so then we'd all have to do like some really bad drill for all of class but that would happen on like a rare occasion i had to run one time one time (laughs) like i mean i we ran regularly i had to run once as punishment for making fun of somebody but my teacher thought it was really hilarious so after i ran like two laps around the gym he's like all right and as he called me in he was laughing and he was like just you, you know what you did. <laughs> well, do you remember what you said? If it was so funny, yeah, you cracked up the teacher. We were playing prison ball. Oh, I don't know um, this game. It's a dodgeball game where, when instead of being out, you go into the other team's jail, right? And if your team can lob a ball over and you can catch it, right? Okay, then you're, then you're freed. And uh, we had a, a student who had been arrested in real life <laughs> for, 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 for some. For some speeding issues, uh, he drove his mom's minivan 125 miles an hour. You gotta really speed if you're gonna get arrested. 125's not nothing. Uh, so yeah, he got arrested, and um, when when he was in in jail during the game, I yelled, "Hey, look, so and so's in jail, just like in real life." And then I had to I had to run a little bit. Yeah. I also once threw a basketball at the principal's daughter, but she really had it coming. <laughs> what did she do? She was just a huge bitch. Um, did you have any of those like really unique games that you remember? Well, prison ball, pickleball. I know, I know that's not unique because a lot Which of schools play pickleball. It's like tennis, but with wooden rackets. Right, right, got and it. Wiffle ball. That's exactly what I thought it was. Did you have any others? Uh... Our wrestling coach. Sorry, my, I guess he was also my PE teacher. He uh, taught in Florida for a while. Mm-hmm. And so he brought this game from the South called Gator Ball. Well, we had what we called Gator Ball, but it was just the dodgeball is technically illegal, so use these softer balls. <laughs> oh, no, this was totally different. Uh, Gator Ball is kickball, except you, instead of bases, you have mats. And so you can have like multiple people on the base, and you have to run around twice. Huh. And uh, no, like that's not it. Would cheat no, at. wait, that's just a weird, unique version we had of kickball. This is a Gator great Ball story. Gator Ball, I got it now. I really got it now. Okay. Gator Ball was soccer, except if the ball bounced one time and you caught it after the first bounce, it became like rugby, and you could run. Okay. That was what I was thinking of. But then it was just soccer. Yeah. Except you occasionally could hold the ball. Right. But if it bounced twice, you couldn't. That was the only exception. 
Okay, fast. Send us your unique <laughs> PE games that you had to play. Unless you had my old PE teacher and <laughs> he asked you to stay late. We don't want to hear about <laughs> yeah, those. Yeah, don't tell us about those games. Not those ones. Uh, so, we watched the Harlem Globetrotters cartoon. Wow. <laughs> what did you think about this it cartoon? It's like Scooby-Doo without any mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> well, so in the Wikipedia description, it literally says that in every episode, there is a villain who... Is a lame white guy. Who has some kind of... <laughs> crime they're committing uh-huh. and the Globetrotters resolve the issue by challenging the villains to a basketball game and then the villains always gain the upper hand in the game by cheating but then at unlike the, the Globetrotters <laughs> <laughs> who, who always play a good clean game yeah but then it's it says that in the second half the Globetrotters always become invincible and yeah. overcome the odds yeah, to win get, the game they drink Michael's secret stuff well there were Many instances in the two episodes we watched of the Globetrotters doing things that no human man could ever do. I mean, you've been to a Globetrotters game. You know that they do that anyway. Okay. At the Globetrotters game that I went to, they did not go to the moon in a spaceship and then (laughs) open the door and walk on the moon with no spacesuit at all. No, they never walked on the moon with no spacesuit. But one of them was standing in the doorway, not getting sucked into the vacuum of space. <laughs> and he just stood there. And then before he stepped out, he ran in and grabbed his spacesuit and then jumped out also. <laughs> like, that's how it works. Like, it's just a window. Yeah. Well, there was also... Okay, in the other episode we watched, they were in a hospital... And all of them fell out of, like, a five-story window onto With the... With a gurney. Um, or, no, a laundry hamper. Or a gurney or something. And they, like, five of them fell out of a, laundry a window, like, five stories high, and fell onto, like, two more of them. Mm-hmm. And no one was injured. Yeah, but they ended up at the hospital because someone got injured for using a jack too quickly on the bus. <laughs> Oh, right. They were in their bus. Also, none of the Globetrotters know how to change a tire. They they blew a flat in, like, the first couple minutes of the first episode we watched. Yeah. And they didn't know how to do bus. it. And so, in order to change the flat, like, I, I don't know how they got it to a garage with a flat tire, but they lifted the entire bus up off the frame and then changed the tire on just the frame and then lowered the bus back down. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, in this show, in their tour bus, they go around with their bus driver, who is named Granny. Yeah. Who Old is... Old white lady with little glasses. I mean, she it's, looks like a granny. It's a Hanna-Barbera cartoon, and she looks like the granny from Tweety Bird and Sylvester cartoons. Yeah. Well, Possibly same voice actress. Could be. There's a, a standard granny voice for that era. She's even dressed like a cheerleader. You know, which I think they're... Isn't which that, is the thing grannies do? That's, she, in Space Jam, she does. That's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Granny, Granny and like Rich a, Hazel are, are cheerleaders. Right. Uh, and then they also travel with their team mascot, which is a dog named Dribbles. Who wears shoes on all four feet. Yeah, and he makes... He's also like six feet tall. He makes uh, not dog noises. I don't know what to call them, mm. but they're not dog noises. And, okay, so about... You you mentioned 
There's nothing weird, I think, about the fact that he wears shoes on all four feet. Nothing strange about that at all okay. to me. They're basketball shoes, and I don't have a problem with that. Right. What I do have a problem with it. Okay. He spends all of his time on his two hind legs walking like a human and mm-hmm. using his hands like a human. But with shoes on. Yeah, so why doesn't he just ha- not have shoes on those two feet? Mm. Well, you know, like, when you're in school and you're not allowed to go onto the basketball court unless you have special <laughs> shoes on? <laughs> Maybe. That means for all feet. Yeah. If you got four feet, you got to have four shoes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really understand what Dribbles' deal was. I think they were just like, what's popular? Uh, we got this show about kids who ride around in a van with a dog and they solve mysteries. And we also yeah, let's have, just go with that. <laughs> we also have the licensing property for the Harlem Globetrotters, but it's very expensive. So why don't we just do that thing you said, but Globetrotters. <laughs> well, they're not going to be able to all fit into a bus. Just bigger. Just make it a little bigger. <laughs> um, so we got to try to do the, the at least the first episode that we watched, maybe not the second one, because there were so many layers to the plot here. The first episode was uh, just twists and turns. <laughs> so... It started out they were just on the bus on their way to a game. Right. And then as they drive away, out of nowhere, a kangaroo jumps out of, like, a third-story window with a pouch full of stolen jewels. Right. We get a lot of exposition from watching the news in the episode. And and so this, this kangaroo uh, returns to his criminal masters, but then doesn't go with him, and he just runs away and jumps on the Globetrotter bus. He was, uh... He was unwittingly involved in this crime. Right. These two kangaroos... Or sorry, excuse me, Jesus. These two, Everyone's a kangaroo in this. Have we made that clear? These two dopey criminals, Lefty and Louie, they steal a kangaroo from... I presume... They rented it. It was a rental kangaroo. Okay. They rent it from this... I, I guess he's a magician. He dresses like a Dracula magician. But possibly might just be a guy who owns a kangaroo and rents it out. I mean, if you're the sort who owns a kangaroo, it's not out of the realm of possibility that you're eccentric enough to just wear a top hat and a cape all the time. You are not wrong. He also speaks like the classic Dracula trope. Yeah, they never understood why he has the Transylvanian accent. Okay, so the kangaroo unwillingly helps them steal these diamonds. But he he has like a... An attack of conscience, and he jumps. He jumps <laughs> on the bus. A moment of clarity. He jumps on the bus with the Globetrotters. Yes. They end up at the hospital because one of them has an injured wrist from changing the tire. Yeah. Now here's what I didn't get. While we're watching the news broadcast, at some point, the news just flips over. I don't know why this is being broadcast on television, mm-hmm. but there's an evil scientist who can turn people into kangaroos, and he's doing it on live television. I think television. it was a hypnotist on TV. Okay. And so in the hospital, they're trying to the, find... Did you know that they literally described him as an evil scientist? They said that. Who said that? The newsman. Uh, okay. I didn't catch that part. Yeah. It so was the... a little confusing. The exposition ended up being more confusing. <laughs> <laughs> so the evil scientist can turn people into kangaroos... The Globetrotters go into the hospital to find their friend. They see a kangaroo. They think their friend has been turned into a kangaroo. Yeah, and then it turns out it's just a kangaroo, and their friend is like, 
why did my friends leave me in the hospital? <laughs> because they've left with this kangaroo in tow. And so you got a weird Dracula magician uh, kangaroo trainer who's like, hey, my kangaroo's missing. And then you got the, the Globetrotter who's like, hey, you guys ditched me at the hospital. Meanwhile, the Globetrotters are cruising around with a kangaroo, treating it like it's their friend Geese. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just play the game as usual they're like right. well let's just get in and, and play this game with a kangaroo on our team yeah so you already know the plot that happens next the criminals decide to challenge them to the basketball no, games they, they disguise themselves as the opposing team right so they can steal the kangaroo back they get the upper hand in the game in the second half globetrotters come back and win as you already said the Globetrotters are cheating just as much as anyone else. <laughs> the Globetrotters, like, that's their their model. Their whole system is cheating. Well. They I, use ladders. <laughs> I recently went to a Globetrotters game, mm-hmm. and I was with a coworker, and I was talking to him before the game, and I said something about how, as I, I respect what the Globetrotters do, because I'm a lifelong pro wrestling fan, uh-huh. and it's... It's not too distant from wrestling. And he's like, oh, I don't think it's like that at all. He, he goes, <laughs> he goes. I think it's a, I mean, there's a, it's a, it's a show, you know, but there's a, a competitive element to it. You know, the Globetrotters have lost a, a, a few hundred games. And I'm like, yeah, well, they've been around for 90 years and they've lost like 200 games, but they've also won like 10,000 games. Have they actually lost that many games though? They've, they've lost like 200 you games. fact check this. I think they're like... 10,000 to 200 is their record. I, I read this somewhere. So who beat them? I mean... A team that cheats way more? When I, when I saw them... cars onto the court. And <laughs> when I saw donuts. them, they played the World All-Stars, which is who they also played in this episode we watched. But typically, they've played... The Generals. The Washington Generals. So anyway, I said to my coworker, I was like, I don't think it's like you think. I think it's like wrestling. And he's like, no, it's not like that. And then we watched the game. There's literally a segment... Where a guy does John Cena's finishing move, pins the guy, and then carries a wrestling belt around. <laughs> and he came up to me after, he's like, okay, you're right, it's like wrestling. <laughs> uh. But in this cartoon, they there's a scene where they use, like, they throw, like, 13 basketballs. Yeah, there's one where he's just juggling, and, like, <laughs> as they fall through the net, he just keeps throwing them back over. Yeah, and uh, a basketball goes into the other team's... It seemed like every scene in this, or every game, had one shot where they were just, like, made up 50 points all at once by doing a juggling move through the hoop over. Yeah, and you noticed that they were definitely, like, um, there would be, like, a a shot of them passing the ball to another one, and he Mm -hmm. would do the same trick that he did the last time we cut to him to move the ball. Yeah, they were reusing some animation of uh, random Globetrotter tricks. Right. They they just had a file. Do you feel like we need to talk about the other episode well, or anything more about this episode? Uh, just about the real Globetrotters. Don't you think that eventually, if, if you were a basketball team created for the sole purpose of playing against the Harlem Globetrotters on a regular basis, eventually you would have to know all their tricks. You just bide your time. <laughs> you learn the ins and the outs of what they do. Somewhere you have to find that weakness and exploit it. Well, okay, did you watch my video that I made about the game that that I went to? No. The World All-Stars have a guy on their team who's eight feet tall. Wow. Yeah. So, I I have to say that if it wasn't 
you know, like a theatrical show, I feel like that guy would be winning a lot. Uh, I mean, I can tell you that being eight feet tall does not make you good at basketball. <laughs> I mean, it helps for sure. <laughs> but um, as a tall person, it's really fucking annoying whenever people go, Wow, oh, you're really tall. You must play basketball. <laughs> or, you, you're good at basketball, right? Didn't you say on a previous when episode I was in high school, the coach was, was mad? Oh, I was I was fat. Oh, I'm thinking of Pete. I got you mixed up with Pete. <laughs> the basketball coach used to yell at Pete because he didn't play. Yeah. Would you recommend this cartoon to someone? Uh, probably not. I don't know. It, it was fun. I definitely laughed at it, but I don't know if it was at all the parts I was supposed to laugh. I'll say if you like Hanna Barbera cartoons. Oh, it's very Hanna Barbera. Yeah. Uh, and then because it's St. Patrick's, this is coming out the day after St. Patrick's Day, Lucky Charms variants are on the shelf. Well, we had Lucky Charms with uh, comedian Brett Terhune, a red-bearded man. Was that near St. Patrick's Day? No. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, we ate chocolate Lucky Charms with mixed-up marshmallows. I'm not sure exactly what's mixed up about them. The colors are switched around. Is that a Blue Moon Maverick? Is no, that that's a red moon? moon. That's red. How does the song go? Does it say red moons? It does not. Or green balloons? No, yeah. you're right. Uh, that's what's mixed up. And uh, creepy. What did we decide the hourglass was the zipper last pulls. time? Yeah, the <laughs> zipper pull is a different color. If we're old listeners, uh, okay. So here's the thing about chocolate Lucky Charms with mixed up marshmallows. We woke up this morning, and we were going to eat this while watching the cartoon, and you said you didn't want very much because you hate marshmallows, and I said I didn't want very much because I don't like chocolate. Uh-huh. And we both thought it was awesome. Yeah. It's a really good cereal. I would say if not for the marshmallows in it, this would be, like, the best chocolate cereal we've had on the show. Yeah. It tastes like Cocoa Krispies but stays crunchy longer. And I, and I like Lucky Charms, but I'm like crazy about it. This was really good. Chocolate Lucky Charms were pretty tasty. Yeah. I don't uh, think this is like a special edition either. I think you can just get Chocolate Lucky Charms whenever you damn well please now. Oh, really? Depending on your region, I'm sure. So we really did just like have good timing, which we never do. Nope. Never. Look we at pulled this, it off this week. This fucked up rainbow. Green, orange, purple. Yeah, that's it. That's the rainbow. Right. Hey, I wish I wish we had uh, Dolores or Doris or something, whoever that racist lady from the Kentucky thing is, so she could it's pick out Dolores. All. You couldn't even remember it five minutes after you created the character. I didn't. Dolores lives in us all. I didn't create her. She just Amanda. Did you listen to our super long episode last yeah. week? She goes all of it. She said your episode was really long. <laughs> was it too long? No. Are you are you just being nice? Because no, she's my I, girlfriend. I always, I so she didn't. She so didn't go night. to bed that night. At four in the morning. Was it? Was it? Uh, no, it, it wasn't too long. It's just my complete inability to process. Pe- people don't give us enough reviews on iTunes, so we just have to ask random people who are in the house while we're recording to give a review on Mike. Was it reasonably enjoyable? Was it reasonably enjoyable? I liked it a lot. Okay, it's okay. One of my favorite episode. Amanda liked it. Okay. I mean, she is biased. We have to take that into account. I asked her if she was biased, and she says no. So, 
I thought we could do something a little different this week. Do you want to do oh. something different this week? Um, like switch seats or <laughs> Chinese fire truck? Yeah. Um, I have like a lot of news this week. Do you want to do like news? News? Yeah, it's like cartoon and serial and nerd related news. I have I have prepared some news articles here. On yeah. the final cart's news desk. <laughs> do you do you want to do hey, that? I made up a thing. I could bounce some at you. What do you got? You know how we're always trying to think of like what what would be a name for our listeners? Oh, like, yeah, all Rassle the time. Mania has rassholes, which is great. And we have nothing. Uh, yeah. I, well, I didn't come up with that. <laughs> well, my all-time favorite is You Made It Weird fans. Weirdos. I love yeah. that I get to be called a weirdo because I love that I show. mean, we could call people who enjoy our show also weirdos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For different reasons. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I was thinking of, we, we always call this place Flannel Cakes HQ. We should call it the Flannel Cave. It's one. <laughs> I love it. One letter different. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, okay, forget the news for a second. You just mentioned our weirdo listeners. Mm-hmm. We had a very unique and strange interaction with one of our listeners this week. Yeah, it was super awesome. It was super I'm gonna, awesome. I'm going to share this on our Facebook, so go look at it because it's cool. Oh, the the the, oh, the, the photo, mug. Yeah. Okay, so. It wasn't guy, a mug, man. It was a pint glass. I know okay. you don't drink, but come on. It was, there was a beer in it. No, yeah. okay. So, uh, a guy who listens to our show was apparently at, like, a bar where they give you a pint glass and a paintbrush, and you can paint whatever you want on mm-hmm. it, and a guy painted our logo on his pint glass and tweeted it at us, but what... It was bl- super cool. What I thought Jack must be doing backflips forever <laughs> is on the other side of it... Did you see what he's? It painted? gets weird. No, on the other side, he painted the the logo for the Monday Morning Podcast, which is. I like, didn't see that. I saw that he must have done us. It gets weird and the Monday Morning Podcast yeah. altogether. He did. I guess he did all three. But like, I didn't see that's that one. your favorite podcast, like ever, right? It's one of my. You made it weird. Is my favorite podcast ever. Yeah, but you love the shit out of that show, and you got to be immortalized forever on the same next, next to Bill Burr. Yeah. Wow. Then. As if that wasn't crazy enough, I was like, oh, neither of us know this guy. Yep, which just, just a guy. Never happens. And His he name's was, Ricky. Hi, Ricky. Yeah, hey, Ricky. Thanks for listening, yeah. man. And then I had, like, a fun conversation with him on Twitter. And as if all of this wasn't crazy enough yet, then he told me that he likes it when we talk about Pokemon Go. And I was like, nobody likes it when we talk about Pokemon Go. Nobody. Except Ricky. <laughs> just Ricky. You know what, Ricky? Thanks for listening, man. From now on. Okay, so let's talk about Pokemon Go for a while. I have Pokemon Go news. Tell me. Is it about that guy? Mike sent us a link. Uh, not roommate Let's Mike. talk about that. Bloody Mike sent our, us a our link. Our other but, fan. We can't uh, forget about our old fans. Well, he sent us one. I just said our other fan. Like, yeah, we have two. Our other fan. <laughs> Don't worry, Mike. We didn't forget about you. Uh, he's Well, he sent us two articles, I think, in the past two weeks. And one was... Uh, an elderly gentleman caught a Lapras and promptly had a heart attack from yeah, excitement. Yeah, that's sad. Hey, he went out doing what he loved, you know. That's great, man. If you, Where was that, do you know? I'm not sure, but okay. if you die from happiness, that's that's the only way to go. <laughs> like, Could be a lot worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the other one was a guy who was arrested. In for, Russia. Yeah, for playing Pokemon Go in a church. 
In Russia, Pokemon catch you. And to that, I just have to say, Russia is a fucked up place, man. Well, I actually just watched the um, the Pussy Riot documentary. It's this guy a, was a charged prayer. for the same reason the Pussy Riot was charged. Yeah, it, it's essentially... Um, there's no separation of church and state, really, in Russia. I, I mean, I think they might have something officially on the books that it, it, it's separated, but um, kind of like America. You know, on the, on the books we say it is. But um, really, Putin is a big supporter of, like, the like a, uh, an orthodox Catholic church or something. But Pussy Riot uh, went in as a form of protest, and they played... A song inside of this church in a cathedral, and were arrested and imprisoned. Some of them for quite a while. I mean, everybody knows what happened to Pussy Riot. Do they? Yeah, that was like headline news. They're out now, I think. I know two of them were released after their trial, but they had already been in there for a while. And then the other one was sentenced to something. I mean, reasonable. F- fucked up shit happens there, dude. Like every day. Yeah, under- but he was. He was. Arrested for playing a game. No, I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just yeah. I'm saying Russia is a bad, bad, bad place. Uh, I mean, depends on who you ask. I mean, like, well, I'm sure Trump for thinks example, it's great. Our, our president is a fan. <laughs> Probably has a summer home there. Uh, well, I hope I mean, this doesn't turn off into a humongous long tangent. <clears throat> uh, but you were talking about church and state. I was just thinking about this this week. How do you feel about the Pledge of Allegiance? Like, when you're somewhere, I don't know how this is often this happening to you, more to me than to you. How often are you somewhere and it's, like, expected that you're supposed to say the Pledge of Allegiance and how do you feel about doing it? I do believe that the last time I was expected to say the Pledge of Allegiance was probably in sixth grade in the morning at school. I guess just throughout my career I've been to many, many meetings where it is expected. Meetings? Like yeah. work meetings? I went to a school board meeting this week for work. Okay. And like that's a thing they do at every school board in meeting. In Indiana. <laughs> well, when I used to live in Illinois, I used to always have to in, in our in our town that we went to college in, mm-hmm. I had to always go to the city council meetings. And they did the same thing? Yeah. I went to one every week. That's strange. For work. I it have is. mixed feelings about the Pledge of Allegiance. As a kid it was a, a moment of joy that like delayed classwork for a little while. Yes, it does do that. You get to stand up out of your chair, you get to stretch a little bit, right? And then you chant a thing that you don't have any idea what it actually means. It's a, it's a lot like church. <laughs> it has when you're big a kid. words in it. Yeah. Um, as an adult, I have complex feelings about it, particularly the religious part of it. Me too. And it's like you're—it's like you're expected to say it, and you're looked down on if you don't. Um, also, I think this is fairly common knowledge, but for anyone who doesn't know, the Pledge of Allegiance had a that little clause added in in like the fifties. You're talking about the under God, God clause. Yeah, it used to be. One nation indivisible with liberty and justice for all. And when you're reading it, it has like this certain cadence, and then it gets to the part where you have to say under God. And it like stops, starts, stops, starts. It like throws the whole thing because it was just shoehorned in. They just tacked it in during like it really McCarthyism. does, um, does really pronounce that part. And 
early on in this show, we used to have many arguments about how bad shoehorning can be. Yeah. Shoehorning is never good when you're trying to come up with easy flowing dialogue. Yeah, but they weren't trying to come up with easy flowing dialogue. <laughs> right. They wanted you to say, I am a Christian in America. I guess, I guess if I was to call bullshit on myself a little bit, I mm-hmm. don't like the idea that you're so that you're like supposed to say it and you're not patriotic if you don't say it. Right. But if I'm really that upset about the under God part, does that mean that I should never use pennies ever again? Like, should I boycott pennies? Because uh, There's a difference between using the currency of a nation, which, by the way, should also not have that on there. I agree. But, uh, as a... I, I don't know how they got that one past that whole separation of church and state. They're like, guys, I know, like, we're definitely, definitely <laughs> separate. There's no relationship. No one's saying we're not, we're not. We're not establishing a religion, but I do think... We need to put it on all of our government currency. Like, <laughs> it says in the Constitution, in order to establish a more perfect union with God, <laughs> it says that right there. Mm. Well, there are a lot of people in America who still go, this is a Christian nation founded on Christian principles by atheists from other countries. <laughs> like, They don't get that most of the founding fathers may be... Um, while they were all for protecting religion, uh, were just as much for protecting not religion. Rights is what they were about protecting. Yeah. Did you see there's a guy in Indianapolis that has a... Uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't even want yeah. to acknowledge it. No, I, I was talking to uh, my co-worker, Miss Taney, about this. And I go, did you see the guy with the not... And she just looked and she's like... Like, she didn't roll her eyes. She just, like, barely looked at me, like, through the top of her eyelids. That, like... <laughs> and then she started to uh, speak the Pledge and, of Allegiance right she, there in front of you. she was like... Yeah, I, I don't even care about it. She, like... Uh, she, there's some well, people I, listening that don't know what we're talking I, about, I said, so we have to actually say yeah, it. There is a guy in Indianapolis on Emerson Drive. <laughs> uh, if you would like to... You know, go see, or... If you have to take a shit. Or whatever. Uh, yeah, if you have a dog. Um, <laughs> well, this guy has always been flying, apparently, a Confederate flag and a Don't Tread on Me flag, to which he has more recently added a Nazi flag. Uh-huh. And... I'm so guessing there's... he's not a history buff. Well... Here's the thing. He appeared on the news. Okay. Uh, I think our TV got a, an Good interview with him. Good for him for defending his himself, I yeah, guess. Yeah, normally, I, it makes me think that the guy just put it up because he wanted to be on the news. Because usually when people have something like that, they decline to comment. I can speak from experience. A lot of people want to be on the news. Yeah. Um, they tell me so every day. So what I told Ms. Tina was... I, I told her, I go, that guy was, the guy who owns it was on the news. She goes, oh? And I go, surprising no one, it's an old white guy with a big bushy white beard. <laughs> Zen Ren? No. Um, so, yeah. Uh, he has a Nazi flag. They interviewed him and he said that it was brought back by an American soldier from World War II. 
so it's an illegal war trophy. (laughs) (laughs) He said he's going to keep it up because it's not illegal. And he has every right to, and he wants to, you know, like, push the issue. And they said, well, what's the issue? issue?" There he goes, well, you know, people always try to make everything about race. And I was like... You like mean, a like, master race. Like, like the Nazis, right? Like, <laughs> those are the people <laughs> who made everything about race. Like, they started a world war you on You guys are quest, lousy with the race issue. On a quest to create a master race and eradicate other races. I don't know why they got to make everything about race. You know people who don't want to make anything about race, like Charles Manson. I'm just a real big Wolfenstein fan, you know, it's like my favorite game. (laughs) And and these people coming up in here, like, they don't get it. They never played Spear of Destiny on the original Windows 3.0, like I did. (laughs) Right. Uh, I don't even know how we got to this point. I don't know, it's fucked up. (laughs) This guy is flying a Nazi flag and acting as though it's okay because it's his right as an American, and it is. We, okay. But that doesn't make him not a shitty racist. (laughs) Yeah, he sucks. Can I go back to Pokemon Go? Yeah, okay. I finally did a lucky egg last night. I've been holding on for fucking forever. Ooh, you busted your egg last night. Yeah, I got nine new Pokemon in that egg. Nine new entries. They must have been crowded in there. It well, I, I didn't even do the trash. I just did like the new stuff and a little bit of Gen two stuff. But I still have all my Gen one trash saved up, which is a lot. Yeah. Okay, so I have some Pokemon Go news. I'm almost certain that you already know about this, but this is a really cool, interesting article, and it's from a source that I hate. Do you know the website Pokemon Go Hub? I know of it, but I don't go to it because I also hate it. Yeah, it's real clickbaity, and they put a lot of bullshit that isn't true, so don't use this website. But I like this article. Um, Did you hear about this Android update? The Stop Spoofers? Yeah, the newest version of Android OS. It's it's in Android 7.1. But it's something that Google did that works with the new Android update that prevents... Apps from running I got you. with I see what you're spoofed saying. GPS data. Now this is great because it means that in the future we could do away with spoofing mm-hmm. in Pokemon Go. But it's interesting to point out how little difference this is going to make in the foreseeable future. For example, It'll right be- now there is one device where you are forced to get this update and that's the Google Nexus 6 no one else is forcing you to do it so if you're a spoofer and you already know about this you could just avoid the update change devices too I mean yeah if you have a Google Nexus if you have a well you can't spoof on Apple really yeah it's an Android thing but Google um, if you only if you have the Google Nexus 6 would you not be able to avoid it and you know then it points out what the rollout has been so far mm-hmm. on this. Slow. Uh, yeah. So far, of all the Android devices in the world, 0.4% of them have this new thing. I would just love to see this just explode overnight and just wipe out all the spoofers. I mean, that would be amazing, but you not only have people who can just avoid it by not doing the update yeah. you can choose to not update then you have people who have rooted phones if you have rooted phones you can go around this uh-huh. 
So I, I imagine a lot of uh, spoofers are rooters also. Doing, I imagine doing right. shady, illegal things or violating your terms of use. Yeah, is the kind of thing that you do when you root your phone. Right. Anyway, it's really interesting that this is a start. I think it's also interesting that Niantic recently came out and said it's time for us to start doing something about spoofing. Yeah. And then the first big strike thrown wasn't even by them. It was by Google. Um, For anyone who listens to this and doesn't understand spoofers in Pokemon Go, it's essentially they're feeding their phone fake GPS GPS data to be wherever they want to be. And they can, like, teleport to Europe. And they can go to, like, anywhere they damn well please in an instant. And that allows them to catch every Pokemon immediately without any hassle. Because there's also ways to get GPS coordinates exactly for each Pokemon that's spawning. So it not only gives them an edge of getting everything, getting as much of any of those things as they want... And then being able to power up. Yes, yeah, Harvey, I see you. Um, it also allows them to go around to gyms, which is ruining the game for other players. So there's two things about spoofing that I wanted to ask you. Uh-huh. I just this morning watched a video that you had told me about, which uh-huh. is that uh, a YouTuber named Trainer Tips that I like, who does Pokemon Go Your videos, boyfriend. my boyfriend, <laughs> did a. He did an anti-spoofing video. He said, here's all the reasons why you think spoofing should be allowed, and here's why you're wrong. Mm -hmm. There's two things he brought up in that video that I want to get your opinion on. Okay. One, he said at the end, and I agree with this, but I want to know if you do. He said, if you use spoofing and all you do is use it to complete your decks because you want to have all the Pokemon in the world, Uh and you never, ever put a single one of those Pokemon in a gym... Go ahead. You're not hurting anyone. Yeah, that's fine. You agree with that. Who gives a shit? You wouldn't even know. You wouldn't even know. It would affect your game zero. Right. Now, let me ask you about another hot-button issue related to spoofing. And I know this is touchy for you because you and I have fought about it many times. Uh If spoofing were not, let's say, dangerous for your account, if there was no danger that you could lose your... your 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 like they wouldn't ban you yeah if there was no like rooting necessary um if there was no stigma against it would you spoof to get all the region exclusives i don't know i mean it's tempting for sure let's say let's say you have that option and then today they're like trading is coming out later this year would you do it no, I think because we know trading is coming out, that'll eventually take care of it. Right. But if if trading wasn't coming out, it would be a little harder for you. If trading was never going to come, like if they said we're not going to do it, I don't know. See, the thing is, it's one of those, uh, like, you cannot do it. Okay, so I'm feeling great right now. Feeling great. For anyone where, where listening... Where did we leave off? I don't even remember. We left off with me being like, I think there's something wrong with the computer. I should probably stop it or something. Okay. And then, for those of you listening, we just spent, would you say, 45 minutes trying to fix the problem? Maybe more. Yeah, maybe an hour. So, my computer completely crapped out. Uh-huh. Uh, had to restart it. 
and then it went in through an endless loop of starting and restarting and it would never actually make it to the desktop. I was very worried. We went and downloaded Audacity on your computer. You brought yeah. it in here. I was not aware that your computer is very old and very shitty. Yep, it is. And mine is already pretty shitty. So, anyway... Arfie misbehaved. Yeah, you got real mad at Arfie while I was trying to fix a computer. Well, it, it was the Arfie rubber band effect. Right. Where we, I laid down, cuddled up on my girlfriend just to kill time, and... Uh, I, I was laying, like, across her, and then Arfie jumped up and laid across me and was just cuddled with me, falling asleep on my legs. And because he was so sweet and affectionate, after that, he had to try to bite my feet while I was walking through the room. So anyway, we uh, when we loaded it up on your computer, we lost the whole hour that we recorded. You didn't believe me that we were at an hour. We were at 55 minutes already. No, I thought maybe 30 minutes. Yeah, and so... Uh, I thought we lost it. I finally got my computer to restart. I plugged my pot, my hard drive in. Everything was just fine. We got it all back. I'm I'm very happy. The podcast gods are smiling upon us. Mm-hmm. Angry comedy dad Mark Marin looked down upon us yeah. today, and he was he was not vengeful. Do you just want me to say the thing? Are you trying to? Get me I don't to care. Say the thing? I don't care. I don't you, care about anything right now. You said now. praise. The- Praise the comedy gods, and I said, Our father, who art Mark Marin. <laughs> Angry comedy dad shall be thy name. It made me really happy. I'm so happy right now. Also, just now, before I started recording, you pointed out a humongous sham in the Lucky Charms uh, production. Well, you know that I don't eat the... Well, I don't enjoy the marshmallows, so I'm eating them dry because the chocolate cereal is so damn delicious. Yeah. Um, giving my girlfriend the the marshmallows out of it and I was like here you can have this rainbow it's all purple and then she's like no I think it's a horseshoe and then I realized Lucky Charms is just giving people rainbow horseshoes like it's it's a very different shape it's at least in the box can you show me two can you get two out of the box well I'm working on it you know okay I on the box they look pretty different to me um, well, I'll start talking about where we were trying here, to leave really off. Here's a really sad rainbow. Yeah, I mean, I get the picture of what it's supposed to look like, but um, let me get Dolores, to Dolores. Where... Where's Dolores? We've got an emergency. You remember... Your time has come. You remembered her name for once. Okay, so let's go to where we were leaving off. The reason all that happened is because we were like, oh, let's do news this week. And so I opened all these news articles on my computer. And then when I tried to click on number two, the second one, uh-huh. it just, the whole thing came crashing down. So I have enough of these committed to memory. I took some notes on my phone and uh-huh. I have a couple of these articles saved on my phone. So we will be fine. What I was going to say next was our next, pe- did you not find more marshmallows? No. Well, we got to get this solved by the end of the podcast. People are going to want to know. Pull the bag out, and so you can look in the bag. Okay. Here we have some very clear rainbow shapes. Clear rainbow. Um, well, not not transparent rainbow. They're, they're clearly rainbows. Yeah, I got it. Um, Show me a horseshoe. Make sure you take pictures for the website. By God, there's no more horseshoes in here. <laughs> by God. 
Yeah. Ama- Amanda just pointed out maybe you're just seeing more rainbows, which is... Uh, there's a blue... That's a moon. ...thing. That's definitely a moon. Okay, let's... let's. I'm just going to say they're the same thing. Except they make the horseshoes But there's purple. no blue and purple rainbows in there, which would be the horseshoes. Because they're blue and purple. They look too much like the moons to be able to tell. Yeah. So you thought it was a conspiracy about how they look like rainbows. Really, they look like moons. I don't think it's a conspiracy. I just think that they're, they're scamming you and they're telling you you're getting all these marshmallows when really you're getting just one marshmallow that's two different shapes. Okay. Or so, one shape that they're calling two. Here we go. Here's one. That's super different. It's not super different. I mean, there's not really consistency within one single shape of marshmallow, so it's hard to compare two different ones. I would go so far as to say the horseshoe one is horseshoe-shaped and the rainbow one is rainbow-shaped because they're very different shapes. I mean, you've been wrong on this podcast before, so <laughs> I don't know why why today needs to be any different. <laughs> Okay, so where we left off is nerd news not related to cartoons or cereal. Today, 20 episodes of MST3K are coming to Netflix. I'm very excited because one of those episodes in particular... You're only excited about one? Well, it's a special one to me. It's my first episode of of MST3K ever. It's Puma Man. (laughs) Uh, Manos Hands of Fate. Ega. See, I already owned Manos on uh, DVD. Teenagers from Outer Space. It's a good one. But there's one in particular that you and I watched together many years ago. And I don't ago. remember this. you have to help me out. Future War. Yeah, help me out. It's the one that's sort of like Terminator, except the robots coming from the past are also bring. Or the robots are coming from the future, but they're also bringing their pet attack dinosaurs, which were just mm-hmm. large hand puppets. Yep, I remember that. And... I remember when we watched this, we looked up afterwards what date it was created. And, like, this movie came out the same year as Independence Day. Right. This huge budget, amazing blockbuster. Because we were like, it looks like it was shot on either a camcorder or, like, like maybe it was from a different era. And it was from the mid-90s. Yeah, I remember that now. Uh, Okay. So, oh, take a picture of these before we forget. No. I don't like the, that example. I'll get some more. I'll, I'll do it. No. I'll take a picture. No, you won't. <laughs> you just don't want evidence that makes you wrong. I don't think that it's a an effective sample size. If we were scientists, okay. we could not count okay. this as a conclusive but, result. Okay, but are you saying we cannot take a picture of these? I'm saying that. I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to contribute more, to I'll the take climate a picture of, that too. of scientific inaccuracy that's already out there. If you find more, I will also get a picture of that. If I find more, we'll, then we'll talk about a picture. You're going to have your girlfriend eat those when I'm not looking so that you can destroy the evidence. If I was that desperate to destroy it, I would have just eaten them myself. <laughs> okay. So, wh- this is what I think is going to be an interesting play in the next couple of... Or, in the, I guess, the next month mm-hmm. is... Netflix is obviously today going to promote that they put up these episodes because they funded the new MST3K that comes out right. next month. They're going to want eyeballs on these classic episodes. Plus, people have been wanting them for a long time. I, well, they used to be on Netflix. We right. used to watch uh, MST3K on Netflix all the time. They had a huge backlog of just 
almost not every episode but they have a, a really good selection so the fans have been wanting it back and now they got some back but msc3k werewolf with is it charlie estevez carlos estevez Martin someone Sheen's someone brother, in the Sheen family is who a looks, he looks just like Martin Sheen. Yeah, is a recurring actor in a lot of MST3K Soul episodes. Taker and Werewolf, which are both great. And then like many more. It's not just two. Um so here's what I think is gonna be an interesting thing to watch play out over the next month or so. MST3K is just by its nature one of those things that you say to someone, Hey, did you like the show Mystery Science Theater three thousand? Mm-hmm. And everyone says I don't know what that is. I've never heard of that. And then you say, it's the thing with the silhouette of the guy and the two robots yeah. watching a movie. And everyone knows what that go, is. Oh, yeah. I used to flip past that. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and wonder what the hell this is because it's not funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, not only are we going to have heavily promoted classic episodes coming out today, but in one month's time, we will have brand new, new. episodes Featuring with new stars. Featuring and Patton Oswalt. Yeah, big stars. Felicia Day. And, you know, we're talking about the the most highly funded Kickstarter of all time. So. Is it really? Yeah. Second to the, the Flannel Cakes cereal drive, right? <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Let me look at my notes super quick. I apologize for this. So can I talk about my soul food experience? We We stumbled through that as we were winding down. I remember when we were recording, I said, is that your whole story? And you said, yeah. No, I, th- I, was, I thought you were just being being a dick. I was so, not. So I'm in a soul food restaurant with, with two older black ladies. And they're like, I don't know if you're going to find anything. You know, it's like greens and, and candied yams. And you might not eat that stuff. And I was like, I like chicken. Like, I'll find something. And then right there when we pulled up on the sign, it's like, fried chicken, macaroni and cheese. And I was like, I'm set. Like, yeah. I'm, I'll be... Cool, and she's like, "Oh yeah, you're so hip because you like mac and cheese." What so, is it? What is the food she calls you? She called me mayonnaise that one day. Was she like, "They don't have mayonnaise here, mayonnaise." No. <laughs> um, no. Also, that was a racist impression. Just, <laughs> just <FYI. laughs> so anyway, we were uh, we were sitting in there eating, and the food was amazing. Like the that fried chicken was so moist and juicy. It was yeah, delicious. But the outside was all crispy, and the mac and cheese was great. Uh, I had hot water cornbread, which I had never had before, which is more or less just a hush puppy. And yeah, donate any uh, rainbows or no? I've got those here. How many you got? Don't you worry about that. You have two. <laughs> uh, so we're sitting in there and we're just we're talking a little bit, and she turns around and she sees something. And she looks back over at me and she goes, "There's another one in here. You're not you're not alone anymore." And I turn around and I see that there's a white dude sitting at the table in the back corner. And I go, oh, uh, yeah. And she's like, I bet you didn't think you'd see that. I go, oh, we know each other. (laughs) And and she started laughing. She goes, oh, you got jokes. (laughs) I I like to think I I showed her. You could have fucked with her brain if you did the white guy nod at him because he would have done it back. Oh, totally. The when when you white guy nod, you go up, right, not down, because there's two white guy nods. I mean, I think the up nod is appropriated by white people. I don't think it's our nod, but I think we took it. See, I like, I, it's like I, we've taken so many things. I nod up, but mm-hmm. I think that's. See, I not think, the white guy thing. I think nodding down is the 
acknowledgement that you know like i think nodding down is like a church nod it's like the hey we're both here (laughs) and then a nod up is like a oh hey it all the way you did that pantomime Mm -hmm. well i guess it wasn't pantomime Mm -hmm. because you said something it almost sounded like oh hey i don't want to talk to you don't say anything no it's it's like the that moment of recognition where you want to let the other person know that yes you recognize you see them and like maybe we'll talk in a second when I was very young, I saw Dave Chappelle do a bit about how white guys do the nod, nod down and black guys nod up. Really? Yeah. Oh. But my whole life, I've always done the nod up. I remember specifically whenever I saw... I, I, I was telling you the story of when I ran into Samwell, the what, what, in the butt guy. Yeah. I, I was like, you were like, well, did you talk? I was like, give him a nod and you go... Did you not up or did you not down? <laughs> well, maybe, I didn't know that that's what that was about. Maybe Dave Chappelle formed my opinion of it, but I do, in my head, think that the nod down is kind of dorky. Really? Okay. Do you disagree? Um, I, I think the nod down certainly seems more formal. It, it's like a, a more somber nod. I'm glad we talked about this. <laughs> but here's the thing. Taking on those hard-hitting issues facing today's world. Here's the thing. That guy in that soul food restaurant, mm-hmm. he definitely would have been like, I don't know who the fuck that guy is or why he's nodding at me, but what I know for sure is he would have nodded back. And Miss Tania, mm-hmm. what's her name? Miss Tinnitus? Tinia. Miss Tinia. Tinnitus? <laughs> I don't remember her name. <laughs> uh, okay. She would have been like, the it was, fuck, it was they Ms. do Carolyn know Carolyn was the one who was making jokes at me. Okay. She's the one that called me mayonnaise. <laughs> Okay, got it. Um, one more piece of non cartoon like serial related thoughts news. for just a moment on, on this right here. All right, everybody. <laughs> he had to do some digging, but Jack, Jack found a rainbow and a horseshoe in the exact same shape. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a case here that that horseshoe or that rainbow accidentally got colored horseshoe colored. <laughs> oh, I think that one was oh, an accident. You keep it? building your sample size, and we'll take a picture and let the audience decide, but you got me on that one. Um, you might have seen this article, but I know you want to know about this because you've been bugging the, me about it green recently. green balloon marshmallow looks very much like a lime. <laughs> <laughs> it does. You've been asking me about this. Did mm-hmm. you see there was a recent update on when the Avatar movies are coming out? Yeah, yeah like 2035. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember when Avatar came out. I loved that movie. I mean, it was a hugely. We were in high movie. school. <laughs> I still think it's a great movie. For anyone listening, we're kidding. Jack was not in high school when that movie came out. But, but, yeah, but that, did you see the quote he said? N- no. He said, uh, "Well, probably." But. He said, "2018 is definitely not happening." Yeah. And then he said, "It took four years to make the first Avatar, and now we're making four Avatar movies at once." But yeah, now they have all the, like all the stuff made. Like they don't have to go back and recreate a new computer model of every character. Like obviously there are going to be new creatures and environments. But I mean, I'm not defending him. I'm just saying what he said. But what I thought was interesting was he's like, we're working very hard on this every day. Yeah, listen here, James Cameron. I think I know a thing or two about making movies, sir. <laughs> what I thought you're was not doing it right. What I thought was interesting was he said we're working on it very hard, and it's not going to be till next decade. So does that mean that we won't see Sam Worthington and what's her nuts? 
Zoe Saldana? Yeah. Are we just... I mean, I guess she's going to be in Guardians 2. Yeah. What if Guardians 3 was announced yesterday? Mm-hmm. What if Guardians 3 comes out before Avatar 2? I wouldn't be surprised because Prometheus came out several years ago and they were they did the same thing where the movie came out and it was expected like immediately that there were going to be sequels and they were announced they were discussed they were debated there was message boards and there were interviews and everything and it went back and forth and just now like how many years ago did Prometheus come out and we're just now getting that I'd say and 3 that has happened more than that okay uh, but all that has happened inside of the time that the first Avatar movie came out. That's James Cameron's attached to that at all? No, Ridley Scott, but he Ridley does the Scott. same thing where he makes large universes and takes his sweet time producing them. Well, Guardians is coming out in like a month. Mm-hmm. And then presumably it would only take him 2 years to make Guardians 3, and mm-hmm. Avatar is definitely not happening. That's rainbow shaped. Avatar is definitely not happening in 2018. So, I think we could presumably see 3 well, we Guardians them, movies. We put them side by side, does that were those the two I said something about before? Mm-hmm. Just put them all together and take a picture. Let the listeners decide. Uh, I'm building my sample size. Do your fucking sample size. Uh, anyway, all three Guardians movies could come out in the time between mm-hmm. Avatar 1 and 2. Okay. That being said, now I have... Chris Pratt was born the year that the first Avatar movie came <laughs> out. <laughs> I have some actual cartoon and serial news. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about this thing Cheerios is doing? It's amazing. I Did think you order some? No, but I'm going to. It might be too late. No. Well, when I looked at it last night at like 1 a.m. They ran out? They didn't run out because I did order some. But they reached 100% of their goal. I think they wanted to give like 100 million seeds out. Well, 100 million seeds isn't that many seeds because most of those won't take. Well, they reached their goal and they said, we still have some left. Mm-hmm. And then I saw a thing on Reddit today that was like, they're still available in Canada. So I wonder if they're maybe not available in the U.S. anymore. Mm-hmm. For anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about, uh, Cheerios is uh, giving away free... Gen- General Mills. If you look at the, the website, they don't they don't mention General Mills at all. They very much make it did, seem like a Cheerios Did initiative. Cheerios secede from General Mills? I think they maybe just wanted to... Well, obviously, Honey Nut Cheerios is kind of their thing. Right. Well, um, they're giving away wildflower seeds, and they want you to plant them to help with the bee population. Save the bees. I saw a a Keanu conspiracy today, you know, the meme Mm -hmm. conspiracy Keanu that was like, they're just trying to save their profits because they want there to be more Honey Nut Cheerios. No, that's absolutely true, but that's not... That doesn't change... Not a good reason. Yeah, that doesn't change the fact that that it's still important for them to... uh, you know, I mean, we do need yeah. bees. You know who else loves honey? Me. I eat a lot of it. There's three facts they have on their website that I thought were really interesting. One in three bites of food we eat is made possible by bees. 42% I, of... I would argue it's 100%. Because even meat has to be fed. Well, I mean, Jack, their mascot is a bee. I think he would know better than you. He doesn't seem that smart, to be honest. 42% of bee colonies collapsed in the U.S. in 2015, and 70 out of the top 100 human food crops are pollinated by bees. Honestly, at this point, I think we're more likely to end up with tiny drones pollinating things within the next decade than we are to say the I bees. never even considered that that's a possibility. Did you hear about there's a new 
like beekeeper technology that makes it safer for the bees. Did you know about this? Yeah, the like the what's it? I forget what the name is. It's something. I don't know. The something hive where it's like they drain the honey out of the bottom so they don't have to pull the trays out. Yeah, that's about right. Anyway, we will have some at the flannel cave soon. They will be arriving in four to six weeks to the flannel cave. I use the name. And we'll we'll plant them when it's eighty degrees outside, and then they'll be promptly just destroyed by a snowstorm the next week. Did you see that Stephen Hillenberg has ALS? Yeah, the creator of SpongeBob SquarePants. I didn't know that. Why it's... do so many geniuses get ALS? Yeah, Lou Gehrig, right? Uh, <laughs> the creator of SpongeBob. I can't think of a third one, but there's at least one more famous person that has ALS. Stephen, Stephen Hawking. Is that what he has? Yeah. Yeah, it is right. I Not mean, as... all due respect to Mr. Oh, the bit Lou that you're Gehrig. doing is you yeah. named the two people who aren't geniuses. I got um, it. Well, that's debatable. Right? I didn't know it but was terminal. Did you think that Stephen Hawking's condition was improving over the years? I mean, he is very old. He's not as old as you think. Really? It's He has a horrible, debilitating disease that has atrophied his entire body. I didn't body. know that. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. I do not know very much about Lou Gehrig's disease. Um, so, with all due respect to Lou Gehrig... I don't know a lot about him as a person, but obviously he's an athlete famous enough to have entered like the cultural lexicon of people who don't even know about sports. I can, I, I'm familiar with who Lou Gehrig is. I've seen that video of him giving the speech. Right. Uh, but I think we could rename it Stephen Hawking's disease. I'm just going to say. <laughs> like, Who's way more famous for having a? Well, obviously he's not just famous for having ALS, but Stephen Hawking is easily the most famous person with that disease. Okay, but I've never heard Stephen Hawking talk about it, and I have seen that clip of Lou Gehrig talking about it. He's talked about it. Yeah, but I haven't seen it. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen a lot of baseball clips in my time, but I have seen that clip of... It's just famous as a speech. And also, I think, did Lou Gehrig hook up with Marilyn Monroe? I think that might be one of his claims to fame. Do you think he contracted ALS from her? We'll never know. Right. Yeah. I don't think it's sexually transmitted. Are you I'm just sure? going to put that out I there. don't know a lot about it. Stephen Hawking has several children. Okay. From his first marriage. Okay. You know a lot to about Felicity Stephen Hawking. To Felicity Jones. Right. <laughs> Felicity Jones is very pretty. Uh, the Theory of Everything was a really good movie. Yeah, everyone liked it. I don't know if I'm ever going to watch it. Well, Eddie Redmayne is awesome, and so is Felicity Jones. So I didn't know she was in it, but she's real pretty. Mm-hmm. She plays his first wife. Samurai Jack is back. It is. Um, I'm going to say something that might cause a gasp. <laughs> I never really watched Samurai I've never Jack. seen it. I've heard nothing but great things. Everybody likes it, and everyone recommends it to me as a thing that I would enjoy. So I'm going to watch it. It's on Hulu. Let's make it or a, Netflix or something. Let's make it a, a podcast thing. Okay. Because, you know, I want we'll to... watch the original. See, is, is it a reboot or is it picking back up the story? Because I don't want to jump it's in a, on this new version. It's a season four. Okay. So it's picking back up. Uh, so we just have to watch three seasons of yeah, that show yeah. and then we'll talk about the Well, point. I wanted to watch it this week, but, you know, I had to do my thing of pitching a cartoon to which I can't speak at all because yeah. of March Madness. Uh-huh. So Globetrotters, okay. Yeah, I made the smart choice there. Um, while we're talking about things that are on Netflix now, 
uh, Joe Lansdale. Yeah. Has a, is kind of a big deal. Does that have Tom Jane in it? It does. I saw the trailer. Tom I was like, Jane oh, is like the Tom title Jane. character. Um, Who's the other guy? I can't think of his name, but he's a really good actor. He's he's a character actor, usually. Okay, I'm going to look it up. Um, so set up what we're talking about here. Joe Lansdale, who's been on this show, he was on the, the program once and was just a lot of fun. Super, super cool guy. Uh, just crazy Texan. And is this is is he? I'm the captain now. Look at me. he might be the captain now. <laughs> um, He's known for Twelve Years a Slave, The Road, Gone Baby Gone, and RoboCop. I mean, if he was the I am the captain guy, he would definitely be known for that movie. Yeah, that that's what people took away from that movie. That aren't you. <laughs> it's a meme. <laughs> oh shit! I know what I know. I just got done watching the HBO miniseries The Night of, and he's mm-hmm. in that. That's what I know him okay. from, and he looks like the I am the captain guy. Okay. So anyway, Happen Leonard is a television show based on Joe Lansdale's books, and it's a darkly comic swamp noir of two best friends, one femme fatale, a crew of washed-up revolutionaries, a pair of murderous psycho killers, some lost loot, and the fuzz. This sounds like firefly on earth with cops yeah um but it's supposed to be really great i hear great things about it and now that it's on netflix season one is on netflix so i'm gonna watch that and then season two just premiered last night on sundance i got got bad news what are you sure that it's tom jane nope (laughs) (laughs) it's not tom is it that guy that looks like tom jane are you talking about mr james purefoy Show, show me a picture this is James Purefoy. With sunglasses on, he looks like he could be oh Tom God. Jane. Now, he's not nearly as handsome as Tom Jane, who is, like, one of the most attractive men <laughs> on Earth. Okay. And he has a big dick, too. He is Hung. I miss that show. Guys, Hung is really great, but don't start it. Don't watch the show Hung, It'll just break your heart. Yeah, don't. Just don't. You know what? There's, like, such a tremendous movement in the world to bring back Firefly. <laughs> Why is there... And, and don't get me wrong, I agree, but it ended. They did make the movie. They gave that show a satisfactory ending, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I don't disagree. We need to start that... Channel some of that energy campaigning for a finale for Hung, even if it's just a movie. I want some closure. What happened to the beefalo? As we've learned in one year's worth of podcasting, all great movements need a hashtag. So you think about that. And when you have a hashtag... Hashtag still hung. I like it. I like it. But see if you can come up with anything even better, and we'll have it ready for next week. Hashtag for sure, Tom Jane. You know, speaking of shows that ended early and wrapped up nicely, I gotta say... I am obsessed with Gravity Falls now. I, I know you. You told me about it. I'm, and the last week I, I tried it, it out, list. and I said to you a blasphemous thing this week. I said that it was my new favorite television mm. show ever, even better than Venture Brothers. And yeah, after watching, very disappointed, almost all of season one, I'm gonna say right now, it's number two on the list. It's not Venture Brothers. I mean, you already you you put it out there. You can't just take it back. <laughs> No, it's really great. I I don't know. 
maybe I'm totally dead wrong about this, but I feel like it's not a show a lot of people know about it. I feel yeah. like it's not in the lexicon that much. Kristen Schaal, though. She's... Kristen Schaal, Jason Ritter, Linda Cardellini, Stephen Root plays in a recurring character. Uh, 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 John DiMaggio is a recurring character. Is T.J. Miller in that Will Forte. T.J. Miller plays a main character in it. Um, and then the guests, I just watched one with Justin Roiland. I watched one with Jeff Bennett. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's... Like, Phil Lamar is additional voices in, like, Phil, every episode. Well, you, you were telling me about an animated program, so I just assumed <laughs> Phil Lamar was in it. Yeah, Gray Delisle is in almost every episode. Uh-huh. But none of those, they're not, like, regulars. Like if you, you just produce something animated, Gray Delisle and Phil Lamar will show up at your studio and just be like, we're, we're ready. Yeah. You called? You, Ke- sh- you shined the cartoon signal in the sky? Kevin Michael Richardson plays a regular. So, anyway... uh. I, I feel like I haven't heard that many people talk about it. It is sad that it only they did they did two seasons. The the guy wanted it to have a, a serious conclusion, uh-huh. so he made he wanted it to be not longer than that and have it trail off into nothingness. And he did do one special after. Um, See that you know that that's what I enjoy. I like, it's only forty episodes I like in a, a special a tight story. I like episodes to serve that story, and I like it to be going somewhere, and I like it to reach that conclusion. And I'm sad that I'm, like, halfway done with it, but I can already tell that there's going to be so much rewatchability of this show. There's so many little tiny one-frame... What shape is that, Maverick? That's a horseshoe in the shape of a rainbow. (laughs) That's right. There's so many little tiny, like, one-frame images that they bring back. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... And, like, they they really have a ton of continuity in the way that Venture Brothers like takes the, show the tiniest thing. a puzzle thing. you don't realize you're putting together yes. until they show you, like, that thing you saw was important. So much so. It's funny that you called it that because in the credits of every episode, about, I'd say, 95% of the way through the credits. It's not the last thing, but it's, like, 95% of the way through. There's always one scene in the credits, one shot, that's just code. It's just jumbled code. And I want to look up what it means, but I feel like I should watch the whole thing first. I would see if you can look up just what an individual episode says. Right. Okay, now don't... Maybe you should just find out how they decode it, and then you can decode it yourself yeah. at the end of each episode. Yeah. Well, I, I, I want to, like, read on the fan wiki about stuff, but, like, I, yesterday I tried looking at uh, Etsy for, like... Um, and you got spoilers. Like fan art. Not spoilers, just like I could tell what characters are going to be important later. Yeah. Well, that's hard to say because some fan art really latches on to weird secondary. Or yeah, no. Like the, tertiary homosexuals. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was like that. Like tertiary characters <laughs> that people really latched on to. And I didn't want to fall in love with those characters until I got right. to that point. Now, don't give me any spoilers because I didn't read the article that you read. Mm-hmm. But this show recently made headlines because after it was canceled... Uh, the creator announced that two of the characters in the show were... I, I, I don't know who, re- so don't tell I me. I thought it was revealed at the end of the show. No, he said in an interview oh, after okay. that two of the characters all along were in a same-sex relationship. I'm about 20 episodes in, and there are three... Are you now trying to, like, sort yes, out... Yes, there are three sets of characters that it could very, very, very easily be. Hmm. And I'm like, I don't want to know, so please don't tell me. I don't know. Okay, got it. They, they didn't specify. But yeah, there's Come there's two there's two police officers in the town of Gravity Falls, and they could very easily be it. Or if he ate a marshmallow, he'll be fine. And then there's two little girls that are friends in the show. Mm-hmm. One of them is played by Lady Lady Ranicorn. 
Oh. And like they could be uh, it. And she's, then, is she Korean? Yeah. The character is Korean. Okay. And then there's... Does she speak Korean in the show? Because no. Lady Rainicorn exclusively speaks Korean. No. But you can tell it's the same voice actress. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then there's like a local biker bar. And there's uh, two bikers played by uh, John DiMaggio and Will Forte. And okay. it might be them. Or maybe characters I haven't Ooh. met yet. Speaking of John DiMaggio, he posted something. He, he put a, tw- a photo on Twitter the other day of himself. It's just a close-up on his face, and he's got motion-tracking dots all over his face. But he, it was like a, I'm doing a thing, and I can't tell you what it is, right, but get right, excited. So right. he might be appearing in something cool soon. Probably a video game. Did you know that um, that kind of stuff is how Alan Tudyk did... K2 it was just like Alan Tudyk on stilts it wasn't like another actor interesting yeah they did the same thing with Jar Jar there was the guy who voiced it I'm not sure if it was the same guy who voiced it I think it might have been but I know that he was physically present they had someone dressed in a costume and he was wearing a Jar Jar head on top of his head so that the characters would know like where his eyes were Mm -hmm. and he was there physically interacting there's um, did you listen to him on Nerdist, Alan Tudyk? No, you got. I, I th- heard a clip of it, I think. And you got to listen to it because if I'm not mistaken, there is a scene in the movie where K2 slaps Diego Luna, mm-hmm. right? They talked about how that scene was improvised, and Diego Luna was like begging for it. So <laughs> you gotta. You gotta listen to that. Inside inside joke for one listener. Uh, Hit me in the face. <laughs> I have one more piece of news. Did you hear about this new Turner streaming service? No. Is it all all of her hits? What's love got to do with it? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Proud Mary. Mm-hmm. The bodyguard stuff. <laughs> uh, no. So that's Whitney Houston. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Tiny Dancer. Is that that's her? Elton John. <laughs> you you Wait, got a much the, a much deserved laugh. Private <laughs> Dancer or something like that. What's the song called? And now I can't think of anything because you've, you've swirled you so much 80s You remember when Tina music. Turner was performing at the Super Bowl and her nipple fell out? <laughs> you remember this? Right. You have the Every time you tilt your head back to laugh, you have the biggest bat in the cave right I now. Do? Which side? That you got the right side. Um, uh, would you like a, a piece of notebook paper to blow it on? No. I'll, I'll get a napkin. Uh, I'll, I'll let you tell the people about what... Uh, so Ted Turner. <laughs> Ted Turner and Warner Brothers and Hanna-Barbera have a new streaming service that's coming out this spring. It's $5 a month. That was, that was a monster. Yeah. <laughs> it's $5. There's no ads. It's going to have like 5,000 titles. Mm-hmm. And it's got like Looney Tunes, Harlem Globetrotters, uh, all the Scooby-Doo, all the Flintstones, um, anything Hanna-Barbera anything uh warner brothers and uh i'd have to see like a list of titles because off the top of my head i'm not that interested in a lot of the classic hanna-barbera stuff it's fine and i watched it when i was a kid but i don't think i would enjoy it so much as an adult yeah but there's definitely an audience i think somebody big consequence of this coming out is going to be a lot of uh, stuff getting cracked down on on YouTube because they I said, think there's a lot of that. They said people are upset that it's going to be the only place to see like Flintstones, Jetsons, um, Scooby-Doo. Uh, I remember being super psyched to see the Jetsons movie when I was a kid. The WWE Jetsons movie? <laughs> no. 
Wait, you got some rainbows over here. Those are extras. Oh, you're trying to get a one-for-one one in your sample size? I, I'm trying to show each shape. So these are extraordinarily similar to this one that I have. But, wait a minute. These rainbows that you've taken out... I'm trying to show that there are rainbows shaped like rainbows and rainbows shaped like horseshoes, and there are horseshoes shaped like Here's why your like sample horseshoes. size is bullshit. You've taken out three rainbows that are very rainbow-shaped, and so you're eliminating the fact that there are many more rainbow-shaped rainbows in the rainbow pile. No, I fixed it. Thank you. So, uh... I just want the people to know, there are horseshoe-shaped rainbows and rainbow-shaped horseshoes. I can't wait to hear some listener feedback on this. Uh, I think I've got thing. some undeniable evidence here. Whatever. One more piece of Turner information. There's going to be two... Uh, shows created just for this streaming service. Okay. And I think we should get it to watch one of these. One is they're doing a um, like a, a Wizard of Oz cartoon. It's going to be like a CG. Another Wizard of Oz. Yeah. It's like a CG Didn't one. you say just the other day, you're like, Jesus, how many fucking Wizard of Oz reboots do they have it's, to do? It's the live action ones that make me angry. And Marvel does a new comic like every five minutes. But, you know, a cartoon, whatever, that's fine. Uh... Anyway, I think I've seen some screenshots of what you're talking about. It's real creepy looking. It's it scary. Looks, it looks very wacky. It looks like a little kid's show. Anyway, the other one they're doing... A, creep, a very creepy little kid's show. Yeah. They're doing a modern day version of the Wacky Races. Which I think we should get it and watch for that. And we could even watch old Wacky Does Races. Does anyone drive a Tesla? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's all I know about the show. Sorry, buddy. How modern? Is it just a remake or is it modernized? I believe that it's going to be a present day modernized version of the Wacky So races. they'll all have smartphones. In their cars, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got it. They'll have like that Paul Walker style like computer laptop next to them. <laughs> oh my god, can't reference the Fast and the Furious because one person from that movie died. Well, you were talking about him in his car and he died in his car... Well, what do you think? That's about a thing the, that happened. Have I don't you know. seen the new trailer? Oh yeah, where they like drive a tank across Antarctica or something. <laughs> what do you think about it? I think it looks like a Fast and Furious movie that I'm not gonna go see. I kind of want to see it. Oh, I just. I want, oh, ooh, I got a question. Let me, let me start. <clears throat> I want our listeners sure? to know I'm interested in this because of the program How Did This Get Made and how much they love those movies and swear that they're all amazing and this one looks like it would be a fun laugh. Arfie has a Lucky Charms mar- marshmallow stuck to his butt. <laughs> he sure does. Let me take a picture of that. Um, what were you saying, Jack? Okay, so how how much of each let, let's say million dollars that a Fast and the Furious movie brings in. Say they make a hundred million dollars. <laughs> okay. My super low ball in it. You're or... super low ball in it. Okay. Do you know that Vin Diesel's new? I think I talked about this last week's show. Never mind. Uh, so for every, okay, we'll just go for every dollar made. What percentage of that is made by people who just go to see it because they're like, "What the fuck is this gonna be like? What?" train wreck are we walking into to laugh at and what percentage are people who are like oh my god I love those movies they're so great well I mean obviously it's overwhelmingly 
the people who actually want to see that movie. Because I'm sorry, Fast and the Furious, it's a movie for dumb people, and there are a <laughs> lot of dumb people. It is a movie for dumb people, and there are a lot of dumb people, but I'm not going to say that every person who enjoys it is dumb. Some I, people enjoy it just because it's a fun popcorn movie. I like when the cars go fast. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> and then they go... <laughs> Whoa, no spoilers, no spoilers. Okay, so there is a large audience for the podcast how did this get made and those people will see it for that reason adam scott and paul Shear included and jason manzoukas that's a very sad rainbow um but here's why i laughed when you said a hundred million dollars that movie will make a hundred million dollars domestically it will easily make $500 million internationally. And I'm not saying those people are dumb. I'm saying those people don't have access to as many movies as we do on that caliber. Well, large, like, blockbuster movies are With going to big be... big explosions. ...are going and... to be shown more in other countries. Right. And you can't go to the movie theater in Russia every day and see a tank in Antarctica. You know what I mean? You don't have to go to the movies... <laughs> right. What do you, have you seen the trailer for that Russian Avengers movie coming out? Yeah. Isn't that like it looks fucking insane. cool? The bear? Yeah, the whole yeah. thing looks fucking awesome. Yeah, it does, but I I'm very curious as to what the subtext of that movie will be. We have to wrap cuz I got to get ready for work, but I just yeah. want to say again how fucking grateful I am that we didn't lose this episode. I wonder if anyone else will feel the same. uh anything else that you absolutely have to say this week i'll give you four minutes if you have to i am going to take a photo of this and i'm going to post it on facebook and twitter and i want some feedback i'm I'm calling you out lucky charms (laughs) tweet it at him horseshoes general mills horseshoes and rainbows same shape (laughs) tweet it at general mills see what they say sad (laughs) 